0: This is the Realm of Agape Christian Church. Today we're going to look at a message yet in our Living Truth series. This message is going to deal with a faulty phrase that is usually stated as a conclusion after we, you know, come to our wits end. After we're done and uh, we have taken matters in our own hands and we want to justify what we have done and we want to keep moving forward to figure life out with our own mind. It's a statement uttered, yes, when we're at our wits end and totally convinced that God is not showing us much loving attention. So in a huff of frustration and bitterness, what do we do? We have a state of mind that might propel us to utter, God doesn't really care. And that's a lie from the pit. Yes, we're dealing with nine lies. Christians believe. This is line number six today, God doesn't really care. And we're speaking on this thought, the deceitful declaration that God doesn't really care. The deceitful declaration that God doesn't really care. Let's look at two Verses of scripture, from the Old and New Testament, bridging each other and letting you know that God is yet the same today, yesterday, and forever. He still wants a holy fellowship. Amen. Isaiah 42, 13 in the NIV reads, For I am the Lord, all capitals, He's Jehovah Elohim. He's the God that wants a right relationship. The creator of all that yet wants a right relationship with you. I am the Lord your God, who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, do not fear, I will help you. God let Isaiah utter those words to the people in a most dire time. Now we rush fast right over in a jet fly to first Peter five, six and seven, Yet in the NIV where it says, now think about what he said in the Old Testament. He's going to hold your right hand and he says to you, do not fear, I will help you. Look what he says in the New Testament. Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Amen. So you see, the devil is a liar. He's leading people and misleading them and making them have such a bitterness that they have the audacity to declare that deceitful statement that God doesn't really care. I'd like to read to you from a testimonial of the author of the book we're using, author Michael Pruitt, and he's done some Evangelistic work as a missionary, and uh, he's calling this part of his testimonial the lie that broke my heart. So this is a ministry testimonial of Michael Pruitt, and I quote: "The beautiful Congolese children in Africa in the Congo. So the beautiful Congolese children were running and playing and yelling, M'zungu." It's so cool I found out this basically means white person from America. They were referring to six of us, visitors, who'd come a long, long way to see them. The Congolese adults, however, were a different story. I noticed they looked tired, dejected, and hopeless. A man who appeared to be in his 70s spoke up as though he was speaking for the whole group. He was the elder of the community. He said, God loves Uganda over there, but he has forgotten about us. For a minute, I thought I had heard my translator wrong. I asked, what did he just say in Swahili? The translator answered, he said, God loves Uganda over there, but he has forgotten about us. Well, why does he think that? What does he mean? The translator asked the gentleman my question, translating my text in English into perfect Swahili. The man responded, God loves Uganda because... He sends a lot of missionaries there, but God has forgotten about the Congo because he doesn't send us any. Wow, it absolutely broke my heart to hear this for several reasons. The Congolese equated God's love with the presence of God's people, the church. It made me sad for the United States, how we take for granted the presence of the church and the Christian leaders God has blessed America with. Oh, how other countries yearn for what we have. My God. Not our materialism, mind you. Mm. They can see right through that trap. Mm. They yearn for the spiritual things God has blessed us with. Mm. Let that be a challenge and conviction to us all. It also broke my heart because he was right. I have personally been to Uganda four times, with many more trips planned in the future. There are missionaries, ministries, orphanages, and churches all over Uganda. Comparatively, there are very, very few in the Democratic Republic of the Congo, the DRC. This was my first trip there, but it definitely won't be my last. This country, one-third the size of the United States and home to 78 million people, is in desperate need of hearing about the omnipresent God who has not forgotten about them my eyes filled with tears, and my heart pounded in my chest with a thousand beats per second. Immediately, I felt love for these beautiful, beautiful people God has made in his image. With every ounce of sincerity, I said the only thing that could be said in that moment. God has not forgotten you. He is here. I believe that God is in control, so I would not be with you today in your land unless a holy, on purpose, and loving God said so. I believe he sent me all this way to tell you this. He loves you. He has not forgotten you. And he is with you over the next five days. I preached more than a dozen times and I said the very same thing in every village and every church. Without a shadow of a doubt, I believe God sent our team halfway around the globe and too many hours on an airplane watching movies and eating bad food to share with these people of the DRC one message. God loves the Congo so much that he sent us a very long way to tell you that he loves you. He is with you. He is everywhere. And he has not forgotten you. In no way do I believe God sent us because we were special. He sent us because we were willing to say yes. He also sent us because he deeply loves the people he was sending us to. He had a message for them, and he went to great lengths to share it. That Congolese elder's words brought to mind the phrase I see and hear from time to time. God doesn't really care. Sure, it is usually presented as a prod to take responsibility for yourself, to get busy and stop waiting for some variation of the knight in shining armor to ride in and save the day. And while I can understand that, the deeper message this phrase communicates is the absence of a loving God in the universe. Now, the elder wasn't questioning God's existence so much as God's concern. Right. But I fear that for many of us, The distinction between the two gets pretty fuzzy. If God doesn't care, then God may truly be a myth. All this kind of thinking stems from believing that God is just like us." Church, let's realize some things about God. God does not suffer From amnesia. We are made in his image. He is not made in our image. It was he that made us, not we ourselves. Amen? And we should never think that he thinks like we do. He does not struggle in our earthly failures, limitations, and weaknesses, does he? God is God. And we are not, no matter how much we try to be. We may repress experiences, we may suppress them, and we may become depressed, but guess what? God does not. Mm -hmm. He needs nothing at all. We need a lot of things. And God is self-sufficient in every way. And how is this so? You may know some of the things of God, American theologians, Western hemispherian theologians, you know that God is omnipotent. You've heard that, right? That means he is all-powerful. He can do anything. Remember that old song when I was a boy? I heard Grandma playing it. My maternal grandma. God can do. He can do anything. I know that God can do anything. Oh, she might play that amen sometimes. And Uncle Roy would come over smack that guitar. And he would have said Amen in the kitchen and in the little dining area. Thank God, God can do anything. Uh, And I grew up knowing about that. But sometimes I didn't realize that our self-control is not perfect like God's, amen? Our restraint is not as God's restraint is. We get tired, does he get tired? We tend to forget, does he forget? In Matthew nineteen twenty six, Jesus responded to his despondent disciples who pondered the formidable path of forsaking all to be saved. Because they thought that was a hard thing. Huh? Uh, it's hard for a rich man to get into heaven and you know, all that. And you've got to forsake all. They started wondering, well, who can be saved? And Jesus said, with man, such things are impossible. But with God, all things are possible. God doesn't think like us. And God spoke through the prophet Isaiah with an eternal interrogation. Quote, Have you not known? Have you not heard? Their Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not faint or grow weary. His understanding is unsearchable. Isaiah 40 and 28. God is what? Omnipotent. You may know this about God. God is omnipresent. You ever heard about that? That means he's all present. He's everywhere, right? So he does not need us to take him anywhere. Does he need to call an Uber? Does he need to ride in a plane or a bus? No. Train, skateboard, whatever you want to use. He cannot forget us. Because he is right beside us. In Psalm 139, 7 and 8, it asks, Where shall I go from your spirit? Or where shall I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed and show in hell, you are there. God came to seek and to save that which was what? Lost my. If God made hell, you know he can hold it in the palm of his hand. Little hell, wow, it's a bottomless pit to y'all, but it's just in the drop of my hand. <laughs> my God, Almighty God. We we think God is small sometimes. What about this? This might be a new one. God is omnibenevolent. You ever heard of that? Omnibenevolent. That means he's all loving. He loves perfectly. As he has always been completely full of perfect love, and that's what he is called. God is love. God is agape. His love never runs out. He loves the billions of souls on earth, guess what, all at once. He does that without needing a relationship with us to to be fulfilled in his heart. Amen. He's already fulfilled in his heart, whether we have a relationship with him or not. He is the perfect example of eternal unity. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit all together. He does not need us. But we most certainly want Need Him. Amen? The Heavenly Father extends His love to us through Jesus Christ, His Son, according to 1 John 4, 8. Anyone who does not love does not know God, because God is love, First John 4, 8, by God. God is omnibenevolent. What about this? You know about this one. God is omniscient. You heard of that? God is what? All-knowing. He never guesses like us. He doesn't have to learn stuff like we do. He never needs reminders like we do. I used to have sticky notes everywhere. Sometimes my younger siblings didn't get it younger brothers, they were with me downstairs getting dressed and stuff. My God, I had sticky notes everywhere when I was in college and trying to work my way through and all of that. My God, entering an adulthood and trying to find my way through and navigate. Didn't want to forget this. Didn't want to forget that. Don't forget the professor needs this. Don't forget. Oh, you better learn that right there for work. Oh, my goodness. Don't forget your car needs this and that other thing. My God. Because back in the old days, they let the young people, amen, have a lot of responsibility. Or maybe it was bestowed upon us, whether we liked it or not, <laughs> one or the other. But I think the 20-year-olds from way back when uh, have an older perspective than the 20-year-olds right now, because of the responsibility needs that were of a necessity, amen. Necessity is different now. It's wickeder and wiser out there. The devil's out there, my God. You just look at something and you're hooked now. Nah. And it's a very dangerous idea. You can't even let your kids play outside like we used to play all around town. Running everywhere, to the mall and back. My God, halfway around the world and back. Long as you got back home while the sky was trying to turn orange, you better get back. Because you're going to hear your mother's piercing voice through all the crowds. Come home, it's dinner time. Oh, I heard my mother, oh my God, I got to get out of here. Thank God it was a different day. Now they got, you know, kids on the back of the milk carton. Do you know this kid? Have you seen this kid? Tell me, have you seen her? My God, kids missing. My God. They didn't have a lot of that way back in the day. And we keep getting emails about sex offenders. Here, sex offenders to the left, sex offenders to the right. It was a different day. My God. So kids gotta stay home a little longer, my God. And and they don't mind having the punishment, go to your room. They like going to the room. Some of them got, you know, uh, 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 butlers and uh, all kind of stuff in the room. Jacuzzis in the room. My God, big screen TVs in the room. Their own personal chef and masseuse in the room. Go to your room. Thanks, Mom. Not us. We didn't have nothing but four walls and a little bed that we had to share with some of our siblings, sometimes in the old, old days. But thank God my brother and I had our own bed. Amen, amen, amen. A different day, different time. But God knows about all of that. He didn't forget us. Amen. Thank God. He, he He doesn't condemn like we do. God knows about our feelings too. He's greater than our feelings, though. He knows all about all the stuff we go through. By right, God, First John three twenty reminds us when whenever our heart condemns us, God is greater than our heart and and he knows everything. Isn't God like that? He knows about all uh, the ages of time and what people are going through and how they were made. What, what was in the mind of people back then and what, what's in the mind of people right now. Shifts and changes, new paradigms and such, uh, and, and new uh, traditions and such, but God said, I am yet the same yesterday, today, and forever. He deals with us according to his moral code. The morals that we need to look at, that didn't change. Amen. I don't care if you got the old ancient tunic on, three-piece suit, skinny jeans, whatever. Everybody still needs to honor God. Amen. And God is omniscient; He knows everything. It's comforting to know that even though God does not need us, that, that, that he does want us. He wants all to be saved. Amen. How can we be certain about that? Let's not forget who died on the cross. Jesus. Jesus. Is Jesus God? You mean to tell me God left heaven above, came down to earth, in the realm of the law of the earth, made himself lower than the angels by God, born in the, the, the dust body, like we were, but he was of a virgin birth, different. Amen. Thank God. And he paid the price for us, the sin debt that we could never pay. He paid it. He did that because of his infinite amazing grace. Simply put, such grace is the uh, God-given desire and ability to do the will of God. What is grace? The God-given desire and ability to what? Do the will of God not to get out of doing the will of God and still go to heaven because grace said so that's not grace amen without his grace we will wander in the outer darkness of a godless path and thank God you can hear his voice saying oh sinner come home Jesus is tenderly calling like my mama did come home it's better time different day my God but God is still calling amen Moses, Moses, he's calling. Adam, Adam, he called him. Oh, my God. He went all, all, go all the way back. God will still, you know, like today, yet calling, amen? Calling. Pookie, pookie. You know, he's calling us today, amen? He's ever helping us so that we won't grope aimlessly, unfulfilled in the most profound way that we uh, don't realize We need regeneration because we're born with a stillborn spirit. We don't realize that. God knows it. And he's going to love us away from that. Amen. And help us to get to the regeneration, uh, even if we're kicking and screaming. He's going to help us sober up enough to make a sober decision to say yes or no. And he is a righteous judge. And he knows, amen, how to get to us and how that when we stand before him, we will be without excuse. Amen. We are supposed to be living souls. That's what God intended. In other words, living centers of worship where the Holy Spirit lives. Making us spiritual beings who can relate correctly with their Lord who is spirit and should be worshiped in what? And what? Spirit and truth. I'm going to say spirit and eternal truth because his truth never dies. Amen? It's the what? Living truth. Amen? Amen. People on earth with unregenerated spirits that try to mimic the move of God's spirit can only ultimately provide guidance unto soulish realm miscarriages. They think they're going to be born again, but no, they're not. They think they're going to be raptured in this new birth, but no, they will not. You can't do it on your own. can't create some Frankenstein monster and call it saved. People are defining saved incorrectly. We got a lot of Dr. Frankensteins for pastors around here. My God. But folks need the transforming power of God. They will be brought from death to life by the power of God's finger. Let God breathe freshly upon you the breath of life from heaven so that his will will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Thank God till that happens. You're not going to be the right kind of safe. Amen. My God, we are born destitute of eternal hope. Born destitute of eternal joy. Born destitute of eternal love. It is of no surprise that people tend to feel useless and even unwanted at times. Without purpose. Some souls out there have heard some pretty harsh things said to them. Like when their fathers tell them in anger that they're just mistakes, my God. Or when their mothers tell them they should have avoided them, my God. So many souls have endured emotional and physical abuse that buries them until they feel purposeless and even forgotten by God. However, God's word says, quote, But when the set time had fully come, God sent his son, born of a woman, right? Under, born under the law, to redeem those under the law that we might receive adoption to sonship. Because you are his sons, God sent the spirit of his son into our hearts. The spirit who calls out, Abba, Father, so you are no longer a slave, but God's child now. And since you are his child, God has made you also an heir. That's from Galatians 4, 4 through 7. Thank God. This scripture reveals how God wants us so badly that he came from heaven to earth, born in a suit of dust, just like us, to take the punishment of sin, so he was what? sinless just to set us free and then make us free and then make a way back to heaven for us if we would just accept his loving and living truth we have it amen free god sending his son is our proof that we are not forgotten uh, and that yes god remembers us all amen he says in Matthew 28, 20. You might know it. Behold, I am with you always. Even what to the end of the age. We are never alone. We are not forgotten. We are remembered. Hallelujah. He made himself visible for us. For Jesus is the image of the invisible God. According to Colossians 1, 15. And unlike man... God keeps his promises. You know what? He fulfilled over 300 prophecies, y'all. In other words, promises, if you will. And that was in the Old Testament, all about Jesus doing what? Coming to us. It is he who remembered us in our lowest state for his steadfast love endures forever, according to Psalm 136, 23. And that's not all. He's coming back again. <laughs> uh, just as he would promise. Amen. Mm-hmm. Not as a baby this time. Oh, thank God he's not going to come with his little huggies on. He can't do much for me. My God, he will be seen as the conquering kill king kings. My God, dressed the kill with a sword in his hand. Hey, I'm going to slice the devil down. Hallelujah. He's always been the king of kings and always will be the king of kings. He had to come at first as the lamb of God in meekness, but not weakness. My God took a lot of strength to hold that down until the right time. Sometimes we can't hold it. We blab it out. My God. Sometimes we can't hold it. We punch people out. My God. My God, a whole lot of tastes have been slapped out of people's mouths because people couldn't hold it in. My God, my God. But Jesus as the Lamb of God, he put it under wraps just to show himself later as the what? Lion of Judah, hallelujah. From a moment on the cross to the first, and um, the first arrival, that's what he was, a moment on the cross, right? And, and until later now, when he rose again, And uh, became the one eternal judge who will now throw Satan and all of his lies into hell for how long? Forever. Jesus, thank you for being on the cross for a moment. Being whipped for some moments. uh, And being put in the ground for some moments. uh, But you rose again, my God, never to die again on the earth. Hallelujah. Thank God, but you never died in heaven. Hallelujah. Your spirit never died. Your body died that was given on this earth. But your spirit never died. And that spirit went back in that decrepit body and, and infallible proofs. Proved that you rose again. Yes. That you conquered hell. Yes. And you said I'm going to throw the devil in the bottom pit. spit. Him and his lies will go there. My God, in the bottomless pit, that lake that burneth with fire and brimstone. God prepared it well for him, the fall, forever and ever. My God, it wasn't made for us. But those who want to go with Satan, it's there for you. But I'm telling you, my God, I want to use the mind of Jesus. I'm going to let this mind be in me that was also in Christ Jesus. I was born with the wrong mind. But well, I can get the right mind before it's said too late. I can say yes and squeeze us. Who, yes, is going to become the author, the finisher of my faith. I can't call it. I can't write it. Jesus has to write it. He's going to write on the front of me. He's going to write on the back of me. Just like he wrote on the tablets. On the front and on the back. The beginning and the end. My alpha. My omega. Hallelujah. The first. The last. coming back from me, he's going to practice God. just like he said he's coming back hallelujah, I thank you Lord, and I praise you Lord, go ahead and praise go ahead and thank him. oh hallelujah hallelujah go hallelujah God had a loving purpose a loving purpose that will never change. His loving purpose will never change. He came to earth because of his what? Love. He's coming back because of his what? Love. Amen. He truly can. Beyond what we could understand. According to our finite earthly ability to appreciate, we can't even appreciate him right. But we're gonna change in a moment in the twinkling of an eye, so we can appreciate him right. Amen, and that's why we desperately need God's Spirit to make us alive, to quicken us, and keep us from falling. His Spirit brings God's presence of eternal peace, eternal joy, and eternal love. And uh, when He is living on the inside, I know because He lives in me, you know for certain that God is with you in my dark days. The Holy Ghost nudges me. I can feel him shake my body a little bit. Hey, amen. Ever since I received the fullness of the Holy Ghost, God gave me that little shake. And sometimes my head goes back and I feel a little shake. Hey, hallelujah. Reminds me of that old country story. Little country boy flying a kite and it went way up. He got good at it until it went into the clouds and the wind just kept it up there. Old man came by he said, son, what are you doing? He said, mister, I'm flying a kite. He said, how do you know it's up there? He said, every now and again, I feel it tugging on the string. And every now and again, I feel a holy ghost tugging on. Hey, hey, his spirit comes strong. He gives me a choke. Hey, and he gives me some more power. He touched me. And now I know. Hallelujah, I've been made whole. How many of you been made whole up in here? oh hallelujah. hallelujah need a touch hallelujah. sometimes I need another touch feel yes. low I need a touch yes. hallelujah. Hallelujah. God. hallelujah I got to tell the devil like we used to train our little kids in the last sermon I said that when somebody tried to touch you inappropriately you say you don't touch well, man, that's right. but I'm going to tell God yes you touch Yay. come on and touch me again Yay. touch me one more time oh. hey touch me tell my man right until I get more power. I need a little more grace this hour. Help me to have the Holy Ghost power in the name of Jesus. He's living on the inside. And when you feel him, hallelujah. Hey, you can feel him every now and again. Hallelujah. Hey, he moves me like that. Thank God I can see your hand. Go back in church sometime. Hey, I used to do that in his church. I have church on the bus and I rode, amen, the Long Beach bus in 16, and I will come back from work, my God, thinking about the time I had in church and prayer. And, and I go to amen in my mind, and I'm like there again, and I lose track of where I'm at. I say, hey, my hand went up, and somebody thought I was speaking, and they say, hey, how you doing? I said, oh, well, I just said, hey, but I wasn't talking to you. Hallelujah. Anyhow, the Holy Ghost, amen, you get the can't help it, and the Holy Ghost comes upon you. Hey. Hey, it's not a put on, it's a come on yes. Holy Ghost yes. comes upon you yes. Hey, hallelujah yes. I thank you Lord I feel his power right now yes, hey, yes. Hallelujah thank, yes. Thank, thank God You feel that power? Yes, you yes, know Lord. for certain God has yes. not forgotten you hallelujah. He won't forget you and, you and you won't forget that God has Amen, not forsaken you even in the midst of the thickest fog of distress, you will hear the scripture in Psalm one. In my distress, I call on the Lord and he answered me. Hallelujah. And I hear another song that says, he delivered me from all my fears. Thank you, Lord. I mean, you know, God never promises us that our road of life will be easy and free from suffering of some kind. Live long enough, you're going to suffer a little bit. But he does promise us that he will be with us. He will be with us. Somebody help me say, he will be with us. Come on. He will be with us. You got to tell yourself that. Remind yourself of that. Because the spirit in you is willing but your flesh, your body, or even your soulless is realm is weak. We can't follow our heart. We got the God. We gotta say, heart, while you know, let's go. God is not gonna leave me or forsake me. Yes. Hallelujah. Anyhow. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Yes. You must recognize his presence to feel heaven's peace, love, and joy. For he himself is our what? Peace. Ephesians 2.14. So don't believe the lie. We must never let go of the Lord's living truth. God has not forgotten us. He remembers us. He is with us. Amen. And if you are a true Christian, he lives on the inside of you. He is everywhere that you are. Everywhere you go, there is God. Take the Lord along with you, what? everywhere you go. Yes. And we're in covenant with God. It's a blood covenant. Stay right under the blood so the world will what? Do you know harm? Huh? Yes. Thank God I caught up to the old mothers. Yes. Amen. I used to think I was omniscient. Till I met the old mothers with the little tamarind. Half broken down tamarine up there. Hallelujah. Singing and hitting it on their hip. My God. and Singing them old gospel songs at night. And they could sing the on tonic scale better than anybody I know. Hallelujah God. And they would sing them same songs. And I said I want to make it in like the old mothers. They've been through hell and high water. They saw what master did. They saw master raping folk. They saw master beating folk head in. And making folk scared. because of the wind. When master cracked the whip. You better do what you suppose do. They went through all that and still came out alive i on the other side. Still born again. Still trusting in the Lord. Hallelujah. I will not trust in the justice system, but I will trust in the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I will not trust in the executive branch, but I will trust in the Lord. Hallelujah. Anyhow. Thank you, Lord. I will not trust in all the branches of government, but I will trust in the Lord. Hallelujah. I don't care if they take it off the money. In God, I will still trust. Hallelujah. God led Moses. And Moses got to the end of his journey. And he saw the promised land. But God said, you can't go in, Moses. You did wrong back there a few blocks back. So you can't go on in. But you can show the children where they're going to go. I need you to anoint and appoint Joshua. He's going to take the baton and keep on going. Hallelujah. So Moses' commission was ended. And Joshua's commission began. Uh-huh. Hallelujah, God! Hallelujah. It was Joshua, said, and he was led by the Spirit, and he led Israel. Hallelujah! The same Spirit that led him, even though the enemy was numerous, even though there were giants in the land, God said He's going to keep His covenantal promise. Jesus, he told them, be strong, be courageous, don't fear, don't be in dread of the giants, for I am the Lord your God, I'm going in with you, I will not leave you, I will not forsake you, come what may, I'm going all the way. When this stress comes, hallelujah, it's all around you. Hallelujah, it's trying to take the best of you. Hallelujah. First Peter 5 7. Hallelujah. 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 Make a declaration. Won't you stay on your feet? Hallelujah. And make a declaration. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I know my God. Hallelujah! He loves me. Yes, I know my God. Yes. He truly cares. Yes, yes, yes. God cares. Yes, yes, yes. God cares. Yes, yes, yes. When it doesn't look like it, to the human eye. I know in my same spirit that God still cares. And I can strut the Holy Ghost face on the inside. And I can smile the special inside from heaven in the dark, cloudy day. I'm gonna still smile. The joy of the Lord is my strength. He keeps me from falling in. I thank you, Lord. 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 Go ahead and give them a praise. Hallelujah! You. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord. The devil's not gonna win. The devil's not gonna win. I'm gonna keep my praise ringing in my heart when the devil looks me in the eye and try to take me out of my blessing. Hallelujah! I'm gonna. I gotta let the peace of God prevail on the inside. The Lord Lord deliver me. Why should I be bound? Lord deliver me. Why should I be bound? Lord deliver me. Why should I be bound? Oh God, we dance it off right now. I think you to pick them up and put them down. Hey, shout on the devil. be. One time. We of the realm of Agape Christian Church pray that the Holy Word of God has richly blessed your soul. To send prayer requests, use the contacts page of our website www.roagape.org We need your continued prayers and financial support to maintain this ministry. You can also find a secure means of donating on our website. God bless you.